Dead Alien. Graduated like 1970. I'm fucking that alien. Thanks for sending me to my grave with AIDS. I'm fucking that alien. Dick tank knock is what I hope. I'm fucking that alien. I got that blood pressure so high my toes are swollen. I'm fucking that alien. Get to jack off in the crowd. No, I'm gonna fuck my hand in the crowd. That's for sure. Would be. I'm fucking that alien. Hey, you white piece of shit. I'm fucking that alien. Yeah, I got some good drops on my phone. I've been recording a lot of farts lately. Yeah, <laughs> that's thing. cool. I want to make a song. Oh, put the mic up to it. Let's put the mic up to it. Let's hear the farts. You got you got a speakerphone option? Okay. We need to hear these farts. Aaron called from jail, by the way. Yeah, Matt, oh, I missed that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I missed the fact that he was even in jail. Yeah, there. That's impressive. That's great. We've officially become the Howard Stern Show. Mike, I want the gods to feed me anabolic. I want them to feed me anabolic. Tattoo was a success yesterday. Twelve hours in, I got four more hours to do. So sixteen hours on this tattoo. I just want you to know that Bigfoot is real, and we are going to fucking hunt him. We are going Bigfoot hunting, and we're going to start this. We are going to start Bigfoot hunt for Sam Swain. Fucking Sam He's real. The big man is real. Want you to know that, and everybody needs to know that Bigfoot is real. So I will hunt him, and I will find him and find proof. I love you. Call me back. Recorded in the pits of Detroit, Michigan. Your ass is listening to Radio Underground.
Radio Underground, episode 162. It's a good day here in Michigan. The Wolverines beat the evil Ohio State Buckeyes. I couldn't possibly be happier about that. You'll notice that Brian and Al are not here. That is because I have like three family members with COVID or are sick. And I was around them for the holiday. So, just me. People might be calling in intermittently. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to use this as an audio podcast more than just a brief show to be happy about Michigan beating the evil empire, the demons, the SEC-like Ohio State where they're cheating. And I'm just glad that we won. And, uh, I don't know, can't be happier about it. And... By the way, hit like if you're whatever you're watching on. I don't know. Some people watch on Facebook. Hey, what's up, Joseph? How you doing, man? You can uh, hit the like button. Helps us with the algorithm and such. But, uh, yeah. So, I got to, besides the Michigan winning, we'd also like to give the our condolences to the Green Power Ranger. He died. Tommy. And uh, I think his real name was Jacob Frank. But uh, I never really got into Power Rangers because I was—I'm so old. I was actually actually an adult when that came out, and the only reason we watched it was for the Pink Ranger. It was hot; she was hot as fuck. So anyway, been a good football weekend here in Michigan too. Uh, the Lions haven't looked terribly bad. They're at what, like two of the last three? They beat E. Cooks, Chicago Bears. I'm going to put this link out here. If you guys want to be on the show, click it. We talk about Michigan's big win or the Power Ranger death or whatever. We can do that too. There's the link. If you want to click it, you can join the show. But I don't, if you don't want to, I don't blame you. But uh, let's go ahead. I'm not drinking alcohol tonight. Because uh, I had a violent hangover last weekend. And I was projectile vom- vomiting. Kevin Conroy died Monday. Oh, no way. Oh, Big Bird's here. What's up, Big Bird? I better move this. Hey, what's going on? I better move that. Okay, there we go. How you been, man? Uh, pretty good. Just got back from a weekend with the family. Having Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. So, it's... Uh, Work starts on Monday, so be taking tomorrow, just recuperating and getting ready for the the month ahead, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming this is Eric. Michigan's rape of Ohio makes me hard. Okay. I'm, a, I'm guessing that that's Eric. Straight. <laughs> he just put that on the screen. That's funny. What's up, Darth? How you doing, man? Yeah, so did you see the game at all or no? I know you're a Georgia guy, so. Not really any interest. Uh, I've kind of been out of the loop of football this year in uh, both professionally and college oriented. So, uh, I, uh, from what I've heard, Georgia's doing good. Uh, they had a, there was a, Tennessee suffered a brutal loss against them, which I, I hear was devastating. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about the Tigers. I heard they were doing pretty good for a stretch, but, uh, 
Yeah, I don't, it seems like all the usual suspects from the last couple of years are up for contention. So it's anyone's yeah. game at this point. Yeah, I'd say Michigan's going to be two now and uh, going into the playoffs, so we'll see. <laughs> like Michigan, Michigan rape of Ohio says, never yeah. forget, fuck Georgia. Okay, he's... <laughs> I don't yeah, know, man. Still salty over that game. I, yeah. I, can, I can see. Yeah, I don't blame him because it was bad. <laughs> like I said, the I'm glad they beat Ohio State. That's our rival. I'm glad that that happened. But man, if they can't at least be competitive against the SEC team, I'm going to be mad. They look pretty good today, though. Put up forty. You know, I believe it was forty three on Ohio. So that's good. Yeah, they had a good like double digit lead over them for a, a good chunk of that game. Yeah, they're Yeah, they I had to do a couple to de, couple deliveries to freaking the hospital, U of M hospital. That place is like a city. God, it was horrible. Like getting unloaded and getting out of there took forever. It was the week before that. Darth says I've never been a Never been big on football. If I wanted grown men to throw flags around each other, I'd go to a pride parade. <laughs> well, you know, opinions vary, Darth. I know. So, so okay, I get to here. Just check this. Well, yeah. Oh, here's Joseph. I'm good, brother. Thank you. We twins now because we both ripped hat. For an Englishman, you, I can't read your English hardly ever, Joseph. <laughs> but thank you for watching. So you got any anything coming up there, Big Bird? Anything cool? Oh, well, not to, not to uh, infringe too much on the United States Air Force, but we've been working on a bunch of – I'm here at the middle of Georgia's got an Air Force base where they do a bunch of C-17 work. Yeah, and uh, we're coming towards the end of the year, and we hopefully we, we only got two more left to really? to continue with before the, we start the beginning of the year, and that'll be our new financial thing. We get a whole bunch of money for another new project, and we'll be seeing what we got uh, going on into the spring. Oh, cool! But bring more freedom abroad. Yeah. To, to places with resources. I'm a little disappointed though, because my dad told me, like, since I started working here, he wanted me to get a C-17, like build, like actually build him a kit of one of those aircraft. Okay. But I can't find any of those anywhere. Yeah. You got one guy that does like a good C-5, which is like the same body type but just a little bit bigger. You got yeah. the, you got like three flavors of transport aircraft in the United States Air Force. You got the C-130, the Hercules, which everyone knows about. Yeah, that's the main one, yeah. You got the C-17, which is the four jet engine one. And then you got the C-5 Galaxy, which is a slightly bigger. You can't even tell it the difference at a, a distance. But it's I think it's what the difference is. Like the C-7's got the wing... It's got the wing edge that goes up 90 degrees, and then the C-5 is flat. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about aircraft other than the C-5 is the really big one. It's the only thing I know. Yeah. Big, big Bird, uh, uh, Eric wants to know, uh, what's in Area 51? Do you know? 
I wouldn't know, dude. That's on the other end of the country. I'm here in uh, yeah. the podunk Georgia town. It's got reptilian mm-hmm. aliens. Nobody's ever watching, Eric. There's no difference. We we make our bones with all the people that are bored and riding around in their car or truck. And even that's not that impressive. I don't even know why I'm doing it anymore, but I, f- I guess I'm bored. But yeah, I seen a C5 one time and at Fort Bragg. They had a that, that that fucking thing was amazingly huge. <clears throat> so I couldn't. They had like a like a thirty foot ladder to get in the cockpit or whatever. Oh like yeah, like you got to go up a whole flight just to get into the actual the body of the aircraft. Like that whole cockpit's that's that's like a whole like a, a complete story up from the rest of the cargo bay. <laughs> that is is a government plant trying to bring this show down. <laughs> yeah. Yes, well, I I glow in the dark. Yeah, I wish it. I wish the show was important enough to get brought down. That'd mean that we were making some progress. So it was. So I don't know. So I'm trying to know. You you play video? You said do you play video games at all? I do. I'm mostly like a computer guy. The stuff okay. on Steam and all that. But I'm I'm aware of like Gears of War and. All that, all of that's concerned. Yeah, I actually tried to play Breath of the Wild again. You ever try to play that game on the Switch? No, I hear it's pretty good though. Like really open ended and all that. Yeah, I went to play it, but I realized I don't have time for that anymore because it's like a little too involved. You have to—it's almost like survival. So you have to sit there and go through all your freaking inventory constantly and create food and shit. I just like, dude, I just like to just. Play, but I just went back to Borderlands. You just shoot shit. It's just like streamline. I don't want to like, you know, craft food, uh, cook food, and craft things all damn day. I don't feel like it. Yeah, you ever played any of the Far Cry games? Oh yeah, Far Cry Three is one of my favorite games ever. Yeah, well, Far Cry. If you would just want to like shoot shit and wander around, like Far Cry Two is like tailor made for you. Yeah, beautiful looking game. Really, not much else other than to just go to a certain area and shoot everything in it. What's up, Andrew? Yeah, I I played a Far Cry Three. It was one of my favorite like non Skyrim games when I first started playing it. I was like, holy shit, this is pretty good. You can kill tiger sharks and everything. It's pretty sweet, or bull sharks. I'm sorry, but yeah, it's good crafting. It's like easy crafting. You hit one button, you don't have to sit there and. Are oh, you playing Borderlands Three right now? Oh, sweet, Andrew. I played that game. It's probably the one I put the least amount of time into it, though. Borderlands 1 and 2, I freaking put, you know, hundreds of hours, and I'm playing them now still. 3, I probably played 30 hours, just ran through it with Phil, who usually calls in. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I don't know I don't know if I have time to get, like, super involved and relearn a new game. I'm getting old. You get, like, I get frustrated real quick. And, like, do you, you go in an area that's cold and you start freezing and dying? Like, I don't want to fucking deal with that shit. Not anymore. So yeah, it reminds me when Rust came out back in 2013 when it was just a beta. That was really yeah. big on the whole like uh, convoluted crafting system. Like, yeah, so- you crash three three times of everything to get an axe and then to make firewood and it just. Yeah, I mean, if, if it people want realistic games, but actually you don't. If they're too realistic, it's boring. It takes forever. 
If you think video games are fun, you should try real life. I already do that Monday through Friday. It sucks. Yeah, life is the the greatest immersion sim. Real life. Yeah. I went outside and the graphics were really good, though. Yeah. It's full HD. I want to... I've been getting into, like, uh, old old school Doom wads. Have you yeah. ever heard of those? Like, they no. take the base Doom game and they just... They... You got a lot of uh, really dedicated developers in, like, Europe or wherever. They'll create, like, full 32-map games based on the Doom engine. And it, it, they just they up the ante in terms of difficulty and just map design. They'll make their own textures and it look beautiful. The the turnoff being is just like ridiculously hard in every aspect. Whether they stretch it out for like a full hour and a half, you gotta go through it, or they'll just cram a bunch of monster gloss and snap you slug it out and thinking by chance you're you're able to get through this gauntlet of just completely unfair design. <laughs> Yeah, they just intentionally make it really hard. Looks like yeah, there's really nothing like it where they just open up and suddenly, oh, there's 30 revenants and 20 cacodemons you got to chew through. And you only got the single shotgun ammo. Oh, okay, I get it. No, I'm not getting live. There we go. I'm trying to get my face in the picture here. What's up, Brian? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right, cool. Oh, there we go. That's a lot better there. So, yeah, uh, I imagine you're really bummed out about the game, too. It's really depressing, huh? Yeah, super depressing. It just made my holiday weekend, that's all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was looking uh I know I was telling uh, Big Bird, though, why I'm just drinking coffee. I had uh, I only had, like, eight tall boys last week when I, I while I was already kind of sick. Yeah, and I so I projectile vomited the next day till like eight p.m. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> and I didn't even drink that much. It wasn't like that bad of a hangover. I just had that like gnarl gut from being sick. Yeah, <laughs> and it just it was fucking brutal, dude. So I'm taking a, a wild break here. So I don't fucking. Yeah, I I've been having stomach issues all day, and I think it was from because I don't eat what you know most most adults eat vegetables and fruits and stuff. And I do don't really some, some of them do. And, uh, I've been doing it through, you know, the shakes I drink in the morning, adding like superfoods and stuff to it. And I haven't had any problem. It's been a couple months and all of a sudden today, it's like, I drank one and I didn't eat anything till dinner time. And it just like flushed everything <laughs> out of my body. So I've been shissing all day. <laughs> shissing out of your ass. That's, that's just for people that don't know. Shissing is, uh, shit pissing. Out your ass. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I wonder if Al's going to come on or he just can't figure it out again. <laughs> he is old. so he was, he was Well, he was the one that was more, I figured, well, if one of them comes, comes on, it's going to be Al. Then he's probably just sitting there, except, except, clicking the link. <laughs> oh, Michigan's rape of Ohio makes me hard. I guess that's, that's probably E-Cook, I would think. Probably. Yeah, it might be, possibly. So. I got bone to pick with him. Oh, yeah. Three weeks ago on our show, he said Michigan's defense isn't good and they wouldn't beat Ohio State. And guess what? They did. They did both things. Defense is I, I good. Didn't think, I didn't think they were going to beat Ohio State, though. I had to be honest. I didn't either. But 
I knew their defense was okay. I just thought they were going to get blown out. Not blown out today. I, I kind of had, it could have gone either way, but I just want to say he talked, he basically said, I didn't know shit about football. Me, the football expert. <laughs> and, uh, but I told him, told him, just saying. <laughs> you tried to tell him that. And, yeah. and you never got a chance to shit on him about uh, the Bears, really, with him in the room, have we? Did no, he? and that was the other thing. Well, no, because that was the night before they played the Bears, who they trounced by one point. <laughs> they, they, tr- <laughs> they basically won at the last second against Chicago, but I don't care. A win's a win. I don't know shit about football, but I was right about the Lions beating the Bears, and I was right about Michigan beating Ohio State. And Michigan's defense being okay. Well, no, it's fine. Just saying. Yeah, I don't know. That was a good time for their offense to put up a bunch of points. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I saw one 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 person said that. And I don't know if, if he actually believed it or if he was just throwing it out there. But that uh, uh, McCarthy has been intentionally throwing bad deep passes for the last four weeks just to throw Ohio State off. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's the case, but. Um, I don't, but it, you know, whatever, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Like he's just intentionally been like, Oh, I can't throw deep passes for like four weeks straight. You're playing bad teams. Like, Oh, I'm terrible. Yeah. We can't win. He's been sandbagging this whole time. Just yeah. hustling him. Whatever will I do against a good team? Like Ohio state. I think, uh. I think this guy actually thought it because he's like, you never know. Harbaugh, he does stuff you don't expect. I'm like, yeah, I don't think he does that. <laughs> yeah. I just can't believe that it, the score look, made it look like it was a trouncing, which is going to look good for years to come. E. Cook is right. It was that second half because the first half looked pretty much even, and then all of a sudden they just – that it was it. it. It was it. Georgia did the same thing because Georgia was pretty close, I think, most of the first half, and then they kind of started pulling away from Tech. And then they had beat yeah. it by quite a bit, but still. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Tech has kind of been the uh, sort of a jobber team for the last couple of years. It's uh, mostly anybody in the state that if they pay any attention to college football, it's going to be the Bulldogs. Oh yeah. But, yeah, they pretty much trounced them that last that second half. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty even. I thought in that first half, I only watched a little bit of it, but you could tell it was just like they were they were kind of like, all right, we'll start trying now. Well, I remember me and my dad, we went to, I think last year, we went to see Georgia Tech play against Virginia Tech, and they got just trounced the whole game. Like it was, they had a bit of a resistance in the first quarter, but once they got, once Virginia got to double digits, then they, they kept on running. They couldn't yeah. stop them. Yeah. I mean, Tech is, uh, obviously, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely the little brother in the state of, uh, Georgia. They probably haven't been for a long time, but, you know? Which is a shame because what with the legacy of John Heisman, they basically pioneered the whole pioneered football as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like if you've ever if you've ever heard that story of them versus Cumberland College back in like nineteen nineteen, oh yeah, it's supposed to be like the the two was it two hundred and oh, like just a ridiculous score yeah. somehow somehow completely legitimate. Um, it, it they um, I forgot I was gonna say. Oh yeah, it really it used used to be Georgia Tech was actually a pretty decent team, you know. Uh, 
seventies and eighties, they were always one of those teams. Always, they'd play like Notre Dame and a bunch of other people, and they were pretty decent, but not anymore. Only one good thing has come out of uh, Georgia Tech in the last forty years. Melvin, jo- I mean Calvin Johnson. <laughs> Melvin. Calvin Johnson. Yeah, some caller in a local Detroit uh, sports station years ago kept going on about Melvin Johnson's play. <laughs> So it became a running meme around here. Melvin yeah. Johnson. Melvin Johnson. Six foot five, two forty. Melvin Johnson. He's unbelievable. Run a four three five forty. He actually did do that. That's insane at that size that he ran a four three five forty. He's like if Usain Bolt decided to like start doing deadlifts every day. That's what he yeah. was. <laughs> Packed on an extra hundred pounds. Yeah. Calvin definitely did waste his career. So did Barry Sanders. We know, Eric. We know. Yep. And so did everyone for the Bears, not in 1985. Well, it's it's funny because remember how Barry, after Barry retired, you didn't see him anywhere. Like for years and years. You'd only hear about him every once in a while. And now, every time I turn on the freaking TV and watch football, it's like him. He's there doing stuff for Lions or he's doing a Sam Bernstein commercial or he's doing a a bet MGM commercial now with Jamie Foxx. It's like, what the hell, Barry? You didn't do shit for years. <laughs> now I see him he, everywhere. He hated the media. He yep. wasn't like, he wasn't like mean. He just didn't want to talk to anybody. He was really shy, I guess. Yeah. But, but now all of a sudden he's not, I guess he's not shy. He used to go to that. Uh, he used to frequent that uh, titty bar up there at 12 and mound. I forgot what it's called, but John Johns. John Johns. They saw him there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was doing when his wife left him or whatever. He's like, well, this is where my money's going. <laughs> well, that, that was a funny, John John's was just, well, I, I understand it was, it was a little more upscale than some of the ones in the city, but you know, we didn't have strip clubs outside of the city. They were always in Detroit proper, except for John John's. I don't know how that worked. It was like, it was literally like 25 feet from houses for a residential <laughs> neighborhood. Yeah. I don't know how that zoning worked out. I don't know. <laughs> And there's it's like just a like bunch Dairy of, Queen and John John Strip Club next door. Yeah, strip clubs are like heavy metal clubs. They're supposed to be dangerous to go in and out of. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the annoying thing about that, like whenever I drive back into uh, Warner Robins from the north, like the immediate turn into Watson, they'll give you the, the billboard that says strippers noon through midnight, but they never give you an address. They just tell you, oh, oh turn left here. They're out there somewhere. Yeah, just I guess I gotta look for them. Well, yeah, they like I'll know when I see it. It's a scavenger hunt of hoes. <laughs> Do they lurch themselves in front of your car? Lap dance. Go to lap dance. No. Away over there. <laughs> Start titty fucking your car antenna. <laughs> I don't know. We got a couple of guys out with a sign saying, you know, hungry homeless. Hungry spinning signs. I haven't seen anybody in like a good lingerie bit out there <laughs> that'd be great yeah that's how you yeah, business i'll give you some leftover quarters no problem <laughs> but back to the the strip club thing at uh that at john john's you're always better off going to the ones in the city because you may or may not get more than a lap dance if you know the right people i heard yeah. i've heard that from people <laughs> yeah i've never experienced it myself but no none of us have no, but we're talking about other people telling us yes. what happens in those places. 
Well, because they always they always had extra money to pay for such things too. If they wanted to, I never had extra money. <laughs> yeah. Was it there's the one where uh, Kurt Gibson? Not that I would. Uh, I'm not saying I would have. <laughs> well, we know you wouldn't. We know that. My wife's not listening. <laughs> well, Kurt Gibson and Dave Rosema met their wives at freaking the booby trap on Eight and John R. Yep. The married twins. So that's uh, you know, you never know. You could find your wife at one of them places. It's true. She's I just paying love- her way through college. I love I love the John Johns and we talked about it, I think if, just a few weeks ago where how the city of Warren just totally fucked them over. They're like waiting for them to renovate and then they go to renovate one thing and they're like they changed one thing and then they're like, Oh, grandfather it's gone. You're not grandfathered anymore, you gotta close down. They're waiting <laughs> for that one opportunity to close them down. Put moved one sprinkler. Yep. The as soon as they changed one thing, they were they were grandfathered in under that thing. And as soon as they changed it, like, oh you gotta get out. So, <laughs> got it. Got it. We should have just left it alone, man. We lost our business. Yep. Because they probably got the only like East Side suburb business. There are people that are just horrified to go down to to Detroit for anything. Yeah, they got all those people. <laughs> yeah, ex- like like we said, you don't get a lot of them outside of the city. It's always like in Detroit proper, in Flint proper, yeah. Saginaw. Yeah. But then you get like one that's out like what's the one on uh like Emmett. Michigan, like little farm town, they got a strip club. The one oh, you always yeah. talk about on Drew Mike. Uh, yeah, the one, uh, the one leg girl. Biscos. Yeah, they have yeah, a one legged stripper, or they did at one point. It's just a farm town. It's got like a main street, but at the beginning of the main street, there's like an adult video store, a gas station, and then a strip club on the other side of the street. And that's Emmett, Michigan. Yeah, that's all for the truck drivers coming through. It's, yeah. a, it's the strip club that you found in Kill Bill Part Two. Yeah, it's just out in the middle of corn country. It's basically what it is. It's like there's an expressway, and then like a little bit past the expressway, it's just that, and then trees. It's in the the worst location for any business I could think of. Yeah, unless the like I said, unless the drivers just stop at that that, the filling station or that like little truck stop that's a little bit south of there, the loves make their way over. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) they leave loves to get love. And it's always other stories. There's like eye patches, one leg, C-section scars. There's always just yeah. the worst stories. <laughs> no teeth. Yeah. I remember one, I had a lap dance from one in like Canada, and it was the first time I actually put my hands on a ripped woman. Yeah. Like I couldn't tell she was ripped because she kind of had like a, I mean, it was, she kind of, not like a robe, but like. She had like a top, like an '80s top part that you kind of almost wear. A, uh, remember the chicks who would wear the fucking their belt over their long shirt? She kind of had that yeah. going on. Then I got a lap dance for her. She was cute, and then I'm like feeling her arm. Like, oh my god, she's in shape. She, I'm like, I've never. This is before chicks lifted weights, guys. This is yeah. This is before we let them. This was like the '90s. She the had late, an athletic build. <laughs> yeah. They weren't allowed to lift weights or be step foot in a gym till like 2005. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's not. It's a totally true story. <laughs> they it's banned like, women from gyms. Yeah. Oh, I'm guessing that's uh, Chris. That place looks nasty. I used to drive by it on my way to Bad Axe every week. I thought it was closed. So it was so run down. It may be shut down now. I have no idea. Yeah, it's so far away, I don't think it would ever... They could probably get away with whatever they wanted in there. Oh, yeah, because yeah. the stories, they used to sell meth and everything out of there. <laughs> yeah. 
It was bad. <laughs> there was a, the one time I went to players, mm. and uh, we were totally like totally there on a normal like like just innocent like fucking let's just go to players. It was me and uh, Frank's next door neighbors. Those guys. Yeah. And some guy comes up to us, and maybe we look like total desperate creeps or whatever. And he comes up with like this perfect talking voice, kind of, but sort of like Vince Neil's like, all right, guys, I'm going to let you know. 75 gets you a blow. 100. I'm like, dude, we're not here for that. <laughs> he was totally like just like laying out the menu for us. And we're like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. A, uh, I didn't come here for that. <laughs> he was like, I only want to play. Whatever, we're going to take care of you guys. And I was like, Why'd you pick us out of everybody here? I I only I must want look there like once. a fucking loser. Besides the one we went to on my bachelor party night, which was Cover Girls or Centerfolds? Uh cover, one it was over on Houston cover, Whittier. Yeah, Cover Girls was on Houston Whittier. Centerfolds was seven and John R. John R, yeah. Um but players, like because my uncle wasn't driving at the time and he lived with us. And um, he's like, Hey, I need you to give me a ride. Uh, if you do, I'll buy you lunch. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. And we went and dropped off whatever we had to drop off at his, um, his cousin's house in Detroit, just inside Detroit. And he's like, all right, go this way. And he's having me make all these turns. And he's like, we're going to go to lunch and we're making these turns. I'm like, and I, I'm like, I'm like, I think I know where I'm going. And then all of a sudden I'm like, we're going to a strip club. I know we are. And then <laughs> sure enough. It's like turn here. It's like all right, go there. I'm like, oh god. So I'm like, and I'm like 18, you know. And he's like, just go in there. I'm like, all right, one of the players. And he's like, try the steak tips. They're delicious. I'm like, it's a strip club. There's no way the food's good. And it was fucking delicious. It was fucking great. Usually they have good steak and stuff. I don't know where uh, Alan is, Ryan. Yeah, I don't know either. Probably has something better to do. I guess. No, football's over. I'm sure he's, he has nothing to do. Yeah. There's no football yeah. left tonight. There's no football tomorrow. We have a we have a theory that he can't find the uh, figure out the link to come on the show. That's my theory. It, it might be. He it was having internet issues the other day too. I mean, his uh, Xfinity cut out too when he was watching the football games on Thanksgiving. So yeah. Maybe he's, maybe he's having an internet issue. Well, I hope hope it's that. Uh, anyway, big win, right, Ryan? Go blue. Go Day blue. And, Dominating. Uh, yeah, so that's uh That was my favorite stat to... was the rushing. They had almost no rushing in the first half and then like they can't rush, they can't do anything, and all of a sudden he broke two for what, over forty five, fifty yards? That's like, yeah. That all happened. It just changed like... so drastically, so quickly. Yeah, you and know? all of a sudden it got it got bad for Ohio State, which is I great. mean they the the two uh, Cornelius Johnson touchdowns were a little unexpected, but it was still pretty even at that point. And also in the second half, it just not even just the second half, like the end of the third and the entire fourth quarter, it's just like Ohio State just I, I guess they just said what game plan and they just did whatever they wanted. It didn't nothing worked. Yeah, they, it was a good meltdown. I was yeah. like, it's nice to see somebody else have a meltdown instead of team I'm supporting. Yeah, so sick of it. Go well, guy, I was wondering if you guys could, as a Southerner, you guys could clue me in on the lore as in terms of like Northern Michigan football. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get you guys like the Wolverines and the Buckeyes. 
I'm not quite familiar with any other rivals in the whole that whole corner of the world. Well, well we got in-state, Michigan, Michigan State, which yeah, is kind of like your Georgia, Georgia Tech, I, I bet. But Yeah. Well, I, I remember – see, it's hard because I can't remember like a Georgia, Georgia Tech moment as, as, as monumental as like that Michigan, Michigan State fumbled – Whatever that game was where they fumbled the ball and then they ran it into the end zone like the last 10 seconds of the game. Yeah. The uh, botched punt, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. still making high, highlight reels. I don't think, like, Georgia Tech and the Bulldogs have had any sort of – There was the T.J. Duckett thing, of, too. That. The T.J. The Duckett clock management game. Yeah, that was uh, so bad. It was it was kind of a cheat, but, yeah, there's been a, there's been quite a few things, but – and oh, it was a block punt. Yes, it was a block punt, and they uh, they ran it in. Thanks, cuz. Um, but Michigan, Ohio State, I think is just Michigan, Michigan State's a big rivalry, but it's like one week a year. Whereas Ohio State, Michigan, it's like they're planning right now for next year's game. It's just yeah. the whole year. That's how long they'll plan each both both teams. It's all they think about for the next year. Yeah, they and, really hate each other. Plus with. Michigan versus uh, Michigan State. There's more of a like, like Michigan. Michigan State will occasionally beat Michigan, but mm-hmm. there's still kind of a factor where you're just not as afraid of them. Like it's not because no. losing to them is just more of a like losing to your kid brother that might smack you in the back of the head and aggravate you. Yeah. But like if you lose to Ohio State, you end up fucking crippled <laughs> and in the <laughs> and in the ER for a few weeks. It's like no, no it's devastating. When, and we it, almost I mean, went to war with them. Like literally. we almost went, yeah, we almost went to war with Ohio back in the eighteen thirties. Over Toledo, over Toledo, yeah. Unfortunately, um, but it's just it's it's also a really. I mean, this was the one hundred nineteenth, hundred eighteenth game. So they've been playing each other for one hundred eighteen years. It's been a long time. So I think that's the the big lore of it. And uh, plus, fuck them. And, yeah. <laughs> and Bo was uh, Woody's. Uh, like understudy and yeah, branched off. Yep. So they kind of view it like when Satan, you know, decided he would take a third of the angels and <laughs> create hell. Yep. <laughs> That's what he did. He sent him. Yeah. We created well, it. It kind of seems like you're all in the same circle. Whereas like, as far as the South's concerned, like the Crimson Tide, Alabama is the evil empire. And it's just, it's a contest every year to see you. Who can prove themselves worthy to come ac- across the greatest evil of football? You know, and I, sometimes I, it's Georgia, sometimes LSU. It it kind of depends. Well, and this year is twice. They lost twice already this year, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, but it's you know, and that's the funny thing. I don't hate Alabama. I hate Nick Saban. I just don't like Nick Saban. And he coached Al- Michigan if, State. If somebody I else coached Alabama, then. yeah. I just don't like him. I don't like him when he left and went all of a sudden abandoned them and went to LSU and then my the Dolphins and everything. I just I don't like him. If somebody else were to coach Alabama, I probably wouldn't have a problem with him. Well, he's got like a parallels to Harbaugh, right? Like Harbaugh made his bones working for Michigan. Yeah. He takes a job in the NFL with the 49ers. He does that for a couple of years and then just has a falling out with them and goes back to his alma mater. Well, yeah, so Harbaugh actually like, Harbaugh really coached at Stanford. He, he, you know, he didn't really. He did a little bit at Michigan, but he he had coached at Stanford first. 
I mean, but, it's a well-known meme that college coaches rarely paint out at the NFL level, but you'll still get oh, some true. over the course of years. I'll will try to break that sort of break the stereotype. Some of them are successful, and others not so much. And whatever happens, they always they always seem to circle back around to the place where they had their glory days at. Well, and even and, and nowadays, it's it's used to be like that was the promised land was the NFL. You know, that's where you go. You make your career. You make your money. And now, I mean, they make more money in college than they do in the NFL. Nick Saban makes like nine million dollars a year or some shit, and they give him a, they, they give him a house, and he basically he's he doesn't ever have to leave. He's won how many national championships? He's in a national championship hunt every single year, and he makes nine million dollars a year. So why would you leave? Don't worry about the yeah. NFL. Well, he, yeah. he's a very good coach at the level of football that he's at. Like, it's yeah, just, it's a different. College and professional are two very different flavors. Well, when you're a, if you're a professional coach, too, you're dealing with people that more or less view you as a peer, not mm-hmm. their superior. So you got to deal with manage their personalities. You got to manage the the divas and that. Plus, they're playing for money. If their numbers are done and you're not throwing to them like they're a receiver that thinks he could shake it, he, he you're affecting his bottom line and financial viability. It's just a completely different it's fucked true. up situation but football in a yeah. in college it's just like we're gonna win as a yeah, team like college yeah. is like they put everything on the table like you're either gonna be the superstar of the future in the nfl or you're gonna play these four years and never never revisit the sport again so you're gonna go 100 yeah. percent firing on all cylinders every single game and i think there's some there's some coaches that can only operate under those conditions and others that can't because you in the professional games, sometimes it, it feels like you just got to pump the brakes, and sometimes you got to you you put on a game as a show. Like if you're you're playing yeah. Thanksgiving or you're playing something when you're divi- you're like ten to one in a, di- a division, you're gonna be you're gonna be showing the audience something. I really don't know how else to explain it, but it, it, feel, it feels like NFL is a little more as a little more circus. Than you would at a college level. Well, yeah, because I mean, especially someone like Saban, uh, college. A lot of the coaches have an ego, and everybody knows he has quite an ego. He likes himself a lot. <laughs> yeah, but you're not dealing with that with your players. You know, your players are basically just listening to everything you said. You're not dealing with the egos. Whereas in the NFL, he has his ego, and then he's dealing with player egos, which yeah. you know. You're not not getting at the college level the same thing. Everyone but the offensive linemen have have egos. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, the kicker maybe. Yeah, but yeah, well, kickers and punters don't have egos usually. Yeah, but yeah. So he's not he's not dealing with that at in college where he did have to deal with that in Miami. Um. So now he's the you know head dog. He doesn't he doesn't have to deal with that now, and I think that that suits him better because. Fuck him. I hate him. It's like the Richie Blackmore thing talking about leaving Deep Purple. He's like, well, yeah. why'd you leave Deep Purple? He goes, well, in Deep Purple, there's a there's a bunch of big egos. In, in Rainbow, I'm the only big ego. So we're yeah, perfect. <laughs> that's a college yeah. coach right there. They're, they're doing the Blackmore theory. Oh, yeah. Actually, Cousin Ryan's got a good point. You know, Nick Saban only makes $9 million a year. Michigan State coaches uh, makes $10 million a year. Mel Tucker. For for a, what are they five even five hundred this year and he's making ten million dollars a year, 
Plus, he took a $100,000 bonus that was supposed to be split amongst his staff, and he just kept it for himself. So, why, As happens. Why? why? You just made $10, $10 million. But that's another right. ego. He, he definitely has an ego. Just Oh, they're 5, five and 7. And, thank you. 5 and 7. They're Three, not even bowl two. eligible. They Technically, I don't think they can go to a bowl right now. And they're paying him $10 million. The dust bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Starve. The toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah. Hashish so. bowl. Yes. Yeah. Pack a bowl. <laughs> um, but yeah, Michigan's first 12 and 0 season since 97. Is that, I don't know if you're missing a comma there or not. Oh, yeah. His contract is $90 million guaranteed. Oh, when they extended him, they gave him 90. <laughs> Ninety Look million dollars guaranteed. <laughs> Look at that comma. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing a comma there. But I knew what he meant. So basically that guy, they gave him a ten year extension, ninety million dollars, and it's guaranteed. If they fire him next year, he's still getting all that money. If you watch a screen, that's what I'm gonna present to my boss when we talk about raises this year. <laughs> this is what I want right here. Yeah. This is what I want. <laughs> you will you give me this. <laughs> He'll just put a zero after this. That first, they put a, a decimal <laughs> yeah. after that first zero. Here's your ninety dollars. <laughs> yeah. Here's your Christmas bonus. <laughs> Jelly of the month. Yeah, it's. We'll pay you in. We'll pay you in crypto. Yeah. Oh God. Bankman fried. <laughs> but uh oh yeah he he's right actually uh, Harbaugh did did coach at San Diego State and Stanford. I did forget about San. Di- yeah, did I forget about San Diego State? Yeah, maybe. I thought it was Brady Hoke. That was a San Diego State. See, I feel oh. like that would be a, the the next greatest heist movie, where it's just like they, an Ocean's Eleven type come together and it's like, okay, we're going to take this mediocre college team, we're going to take them all the way to the championship final, and we're going to swindle the organization out of an exorbitant extension price and then just you walk away. You You could. Nowadays, you can get away with it. They always do that. They always jump the gun and like somebody does good at a, at a a smaller school and they're like, give them all the money. So you can definitely do something like that. FXT, that whole collapse. You know, the the only thing I I like about that is that there's a good chance I won't have to see those uh, logos on the umpire's uniforms every time I tune into a Braves game. Yep. They play all the time. You'd see them in the background too. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Crap. Harbaugh was San Diego. Okay. It was San Diego before he coached Stanford, right? Is that what we're saying? Because uh, I believe that's what it was. Um, yeah, Harbaugh was. Harbaugh was. He was the city of San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> Which made sense because he finished out his career in San Diego also. The Chargers. Dude, okay. San Diego, home of Legoland. Oh, that's I, right. I still think it is. That's right. That's yeah. that's uh, right outside of San Diego. Yeah, I, if I, I would go there. If I if I had to like live in California, I would I would much prefer San Diego over LA. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's not as oh, fucking yeah. wild and and shit. Yeah, but my uncle my uncle Trace did say the Bay Area, besides the street shooting and everything, he said it had the, like the nicest climate that we ever experienced. So I don't know. I have a buddy that lives there now, and he, he, like, when we're in the 20s and 30s, he's like, it's like 67. And then during the summer, it's like, it's like 67. It's like, never yeah. changes. Yeah. It's like 70. It's per, like the same all year round. 
That's perfect. You can't. You, I mean, you can't afford a house there, but you can't afford anything there. Yeah, you can't afford to uh, launch yourself off that bridge with all no, the people. That'll kill you. The the thing is that people that that come. I watch a a documentary on it. I think I think I already talked about it when I was drunk one day, so I won't even get into it. But yeah, people go from all over the country to go to that bridge. They don't even Did live I? there. Yeah, they'll yeah. drive from like Pennsylvania to the Golden Great Bridge and the uh, Greg Luganis off of it. And the ones that survive talk about how like halfway down they're like, "Oh shit, what yeah. do I do?" And yeah, somehow the ones, they survive. Yeah, it's the coldest winter yeah, I ever really spent was a summer in San some Francisco. Some people clean themselves off of that, just thinking like, "Oh, there's water beneath me, and it'll, it'll give way. Like it won't hurt." <laughs> The coldest. Oh, that's a Mark Twain quote. Yeah, <laughs> the coldest Samuel winter. Clemens. The coldest winter. It actually been happened, by the way. I remember back when I was living in Alabama, they had a, a bridge between in the was it the southwesternmost part of the state in Dolphin Island. There was a huge bridge that goes to a big arc right before it goes over into the mainland, and we had some like some Taiwanese family. Some husband drove his family up there right at the, the peak of the bridge, threw both his children off, threw his wife off, and then threw himself off. Wow. That's, yeah. So I was like, That's utterly depressing. Just out of just complete randomness, like couldn't even establish a motive. Just wow. flinging himself the highest peak they could in that sector section of the country. Jesus. That's crazy. But it's. Yeah. If you're gonna do it. Just do it to you. be a man and do it to yourself only, people. Just yourself. If you if you're feeling the don't don't involve anybody else. I mean, you got some remote parts of the country where it just like where where be, uh, Ryan wants to know where where this was. Where where was this? Where was the bridge uh, throw? Dolphin where? Island, Alabama. Oh, are you saying is it dolphin or do, like D A U P H I N? Uh, it's a it's a, a French word. Uh, I got it. Yeah. Island. Yes. Okay. And it's about which is like one of the the most remote places I've ever lived. Southwestern corner of the state. If you've ever looked at it on the map, you'll have like that little that little inlet of the bay. Yeah. I, yeah. He's, he said it was just here right this lower, summer. Left lower side. Is that the Dauphine Island Bridge? Yes, that's oh, the yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, he said so, he was there this summer. So, sounds nice. So isolation, get away from people, sounds great. Oh, yeah. Like, in, in, in terms of being, like, separated from the rest, like, it's it's 30 minutes to the nearest Walmart from there. So, wow. you're well away from the rest of society as a whole. That's good. And as the the sunset capital of Alabama, like you got, to, it's a pretty nice beach. You got some nice like houses out out on stilts out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like an abandoned golf course you can explore, like a whole facility there. Nice. But like it's, like a clubhouse, you mean? Neat. Yeah, like I I remember it was like operational at one point in yeah. the early 2010s, and then they just they gave it up, and now it's. It's overgrown with weeds, and people can just rustle through it if they're walking on the beach. Yeah, don't want to do it in the summer though. You got a lot of snakes down there. So I don't, I don't like Michigan's climate at all. But one thing I do like about our climate: no snakes, or very few poisonous ones. 
Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, when I first moved to Georgia in, like, 98, I remember my dad took me fishing in, like, some nature walk down there, and he got jumped by a cottonmouth. And I, like I, me and my brother were just off in the corner just dicking around. We did work. We're, like, five years old. We didn't know what was going on. But that thing jumped him, and that scared the hell out of him. He he took a, he put us under each arm, and he just dragged us out of there. It's like, and we're not... I'm not fishing that place again. We're going to find ourselves a nice pond close wow. to my home. Yeah, cottonmouths are fucking mean. I remember when I'd fish down south. I got family uh South Carolina and stuff. They said even a rattlesnake, yeah, you can avoid them. They, you know, just if you see one go the other way, the likelihood of it chasing you or bothering you is very low. They don't want to fuck with you. But a fucking cottonmouth will jump your ass. They're mean. Yeah. They chase you. I don't- I don't think people fully appreciate the power of the snake. Like once it gets up around your arm, like that old, that coily body of theirs has got, it'll put some tension on you. Like every time, like I can remember like when I was in school and we had like some nature person came in, it was like, oh, check out the snake. You know, have it wrap around you. Like I, I associate that feeling with the scene in Prometheus where the guy has the, the alien thing. Come yeah. around his arm, and then it just breaks it like that. Like it just, ooh, that yeah. <laughs> is just right. a, a somewhat interesting, sublime feeling right before immaculate pain. I this guy across the street when I was a kid had a uh, probably like a I don't know like an eight or ten foot long uh, python. And he was, you know, you're a kid. You're like, I want to, let me hold that thing. You know, I put it around my, like, neck and everything. You can feel their muscles when they move. Like, each plate, like, like my phone right here is, like, each muscle. And they got, like, hundreds of them that goes along their body. And you can feel, like, that block of muscle move from the next one to the one. It's, like, one, two, three. I was like, dude, if this thing wanted to fucking strangle me, I'm dead. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. Yeah. And then fr- fucking Frank uh, Kojak dropped it. He was like holding it like this, and, and, and it was dropping it. This is a medical. The guy's like, "All right, guys, enough playing with the snake," you know. Like, yeah, they, it gets around your neck, and even if it's peaceful, you like you can feel every single muscle constricting around your throat. And you're just like, I can hope. I hope to God I can get a finger down in there just to create yeah. some barrier of defense. Yeah. Get rattlers and moccasins, yeah, down in uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah Ryan, yeah. All they we do. got I know, is go- I know they do because Spencer Rattler played at Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> All we have Football is garter play. snake, garter snakes, and I've heard up north there's some uh, timber rattlers, but I have never heard of anyone seeing one. Me either. I've never seen one ever. Uh, I think um, you got my Spencer Rattler joke. Yeah. Yeah, but every every time I go down south, like I forget that you don't have to worry about fucking reptiles here. So you go to a hike here, it's it's not factored into your trip. But when you're no. like when you're down down south, all of a sudden you see a fucking lizard, like what the fuck? Because yeah. your mind's not thinking about lizards, you know. Like you, not at all. In, in my in, in my mind, I think lizards like live in Australia, and that's it. Like I've <laughs> like like. like this is only 12 hours away from my house. There's a goddamn lizard here. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't remember what state park we're at, but same thing. I wasn't thinking about any. I was thinking like chipmunks and squirrels and like birds and some other rodents and other things. 
And we're walking, and all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, are you watching? I'm like, no, snake. And it was like a garter snake, but it was a bigger one. And I was like, holy shit. And I ran because I hate snakes. <laughs> but I wasn't expecting it. I'm like, I'm in Michigan. I don't expect to see snakes on the ground. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But so if you're a rat, maybe. <laughs> like yeah, it's the speed that's the most off-putting thing about them. Like, yeah, whether it be a snake or a spider or whatever insect, like it does that thing where it'll remain stationary no matter what, and then the minute you get into range of it, it'll just it'll bleak off into another another direction. You know, because if I saw and a fast, like, how, how can something like that be that fast? It's so unpredictable, and you can't judge it, and it's just. It's like a squirrel trying to run across the street. You can't predict which way it's going to run. You know, the squirrel's always like, where the fuck's that squirrel going? Snakes are the same way. But if I saw a fast spider running and all of a sudden it ran near me and it was fast, I'm gone. I'm leaving that state. (laughs) Well, I I I remember growing up, like, squirrels would usually keep distance from humans. Like, if you got within, like, 10 feet of the thing, it would go off a tree. And then I go to school in Milledgeville. My mom feeds them. And suddenly, like, the squirrels can get within, like, a foot of you. Like, they're hanging out on fences. They're climbing up in trees. You're just walking past them. Like, if you had a thing of almonds in your hands, you could probably just feed them to them right there. Well, Uh, I know Mike has the same issue because his mom does – our moms do the same thing. They feed the squirrels around here. So all the the squirrels in their backyards all have, like, cholesterol issues and stuff because they give them all the food. (laughs) Like fat, but they also got heart disease. But uh, yeah, they, they, to they, get they don't away care. From a... they, they can't get away from you anyways, and they don't try to anymore because they think we're going to feed them because yeah. our, our moms do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. My, my dad has the opposite theory. He got himself a pellet rifle. Like he went to Walmart and he got the one, <laughs> like he got the one that looks like a Remington with a scope and everything. Yep. And just the, he's got to position himself right on the bottom near the basement door because if he does it out on the deck, like he, he risks people seeing him. Yeah. And I, I guess in that part of town, they don't approve of it really much, which is it, it kind of doesn't make sense because you just you let all these deer and other things just populate to a, a degree where they're threatening people's cars. But whatever. Yeah. So he, he sneaks a pellet rifle right by the green. He sees a, a, a rabbit fucking around in his wife's garden and he'll take a shot at it. Yeah, yeah I, it was like I remember it hit me and him over the summer. Like I'm out on the deck and he brings a pellet rifle up. We got a rabbit jumping around. I get one shot in. He takes it to the basement. He gets a second shot in. The rabbit does a thing where it, like it stands stationary and then it just slowly keels over. What's up? And that poor thing. Oh, did we get Al on finally? No, it's Tesco's fucker sixty four. Oh. Hello, that's, Tesco's uh, fucker. That's Joseph, right? Hello? It's the Tesco. You there? I hope you're okay. I need you okay. You can't hear you, sir. Readjust your microphone. <laughs> Just so you know, Tesco is a store in Europe. <laughs> that's what he named himself after. Yeah, Tesco V. He sins for a living. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Then. Um, I'm here. There, there you are. There okay. you are. We were getting worried. We were getting worried. 
You don't have reptiles on the uh, the English the the British Isles, do you, Joseph? Mm, I uh, no. You so you've never seen a snake or a anything like that there, right? Um, I I mean like pictures and stuff, but I've not seen one uh, in person yet in England. I only seen like um, one in Turkey. Oh, Turkey, yeah. Yeah, and that's... I had turkey so, yeah. Thursday. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah, we, we uh, celebrate something called Thanksgiving here. We yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So we already eat a lot anyway, and then we eat an extra lot that day. Yeah. So, then, mm-hmm. you know, you notice my face is bloated more than normal. That's how we do it, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's a it's America thing. So how are you doing, Joseph? How you doing, brother? I'm I'm good, thank you, brother. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, now Tesco's a, a is that a store there in uh, England? Is that what Brian was saying? Is that true? Yeah. Sweet. Mm. I've seen a lot of movies. That's what I mean. You eat some eat some chips there. Get some crisps. Wait, get some nice chips. You got going on there. Having a bit of nosh at the end of the day. There, having nose fish and chips there, mate. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Anyway, back to reptiles. I hate them. Reptiles suck. Yeah, they do. They're cool, but they they suck. Oh, they're cool if they're you know contained. Keep them away from me. You gotta segregate them from me. <laughs> Jim Crow. When it comes, well, to I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Jim Crow. When it comes to I didn't say that at all. <laughs> yeah, you were putting words in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I did not say that. Yeah, but, I don't. Yeah, that's a. That, Chicks that are into snakes are freaks. Yes, that's true. But I would say if you see a chick with like a Burmese python around her neck, if you go to her house, you're going to get a sucking. I really mm-hmm. think so. Well, I don't know. Did you ever hear that Weezer song before? Like the three pet snakes, probably a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, I yeah, I mean, no. I'm just saying if you could, you could make it over to her house. Uh, Brian's leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so now, uh, I don't know what's going on with Brian. All right. But anyway, Danny, how you doing, man? Danny is a musky. Uh, his, Danny's got a freaking, uh, a fishing profile on, uh, Instagram. Pretty decent amount of followers. Catches large muskellunge, which is a musky. Musky. Sorry, I'm still I just bummed out that, that Al Linder died from In Fisherman. I know he, I used to watch that in the 90s. He used to get all excited. Oh, I got this big fish here, Bab. He had the most northern accent possible. <laughs> it's, it's like a caricature of a northern. Oh, Bab, look at this fish here. Oh, God, take a look at him. <laughs> like, it, was like, it, was, it was almost like he was putting it on, but he wasn't. It's, yeah. It was like, yeah. 
You know when you know when like Northerners try to mimic Southerners and they go they go too far with it. Yeah, that's what he was, but to a Northern accent. But it was he was being himself. They're into some nasty snake shit. Yeah, I've heard stuff about Thailand and snakes. They always do the snake trick when a Westerner shows up at one of their little uh, little events. Mm-hmm. The events they have. Yeah, I gotta censor myself because I know your wife's in earshot there. Oh, I I think she's already got her CPAP on and stuff. So, okay, cool. Yeah, I got my CPAP ready. I want to get out of here. Um, Our good friend Eric is trying to access the chat. It's available on the YouTube, right? No, I'll send it again. Here, just the chat itself. Oh, you can't just read. I'll put it through the, in the... Oh, there he is. Well, he doesn't want to be on cam. He just wants to comment on stuff. Oh! He can't access so, the chat. I don't know. Maybe he's just doing it wrong. I don't know. Why wouldn't he be able to access the chat? Well, go to... Uh, he can go on Facebook. Well, that would give out his real name. I mean, weird. <laughs> yeah, be- he doesn't do Facebook. He doesn't oh, Eric. Facebook. Oh, you mean other... The other not, Eric. Not now. eCook. Oh yeah, okay. I'm talking about our local friend who's been on the show. Well, he's got to have a screen name. He could do it on Twitch. Um, you got Twitch. You got uh, YouTube. You got. I'm talking about if you wanted a screen name and not your actual name. So, Twitch, YouTube, D Live, and uh, whatever. I don't know. Well, that's weird. I thought I just heard Alan's voice. That was so weird. I'm here to think. I thought I did too. Yeah, an ominous specter. Um. Yeah. Uh, so, so have any has anyone here ever fucked a snake woman? I haven't. I have not. Check this into snakes. Or they got they're really into reptiles and creepy crawlies, and they got the leg tattoo. You know the leg tattoo I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Sometimes it is a snake. On the list, coiled up. Um, that's a warning. Uh, you should know better at that point. We already know what they did when God told them don't eat the apple, and they really done really. it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I like of people that they mute their they, they turn their camera off, but they don't mute their audio. So that's what I did at background. first too. I had I'm to, talking uh, to these. I'm talking to these fat fucks from Michigan. Yeah. Can't yeah, stand them. Those fat fucks, you know. <laughs> yeah. They get on my nerves. They go, hey oh, guys, how you been? <laughs> I was like, I'm like, why is my head moving a different way than I'm moving? I was because I had the YouTube feed up also along with the live the restream. So like my my head was moving this way and talking and looking down and stuff, but I was like, wait, I'm not doing that currently. What's going on? <laughs> why do I look like I'm in a Mandarin film? Yeah. It does look like that. It's like, where's my brother? You. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> I figured it out. So I'm going to make Godzilla. He is coming. I just, I just hear big bird doing stuff in the background. <laughs> my voice is dry as fuck, brothers. Fuck snakes and fuck women. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's our private chat. I'm sorry. That's yeah, against, uh, <laughs> It makes for good TV. Well, we're glad you chimed in, Joseph. We do appreciate it. Yeah. 
Well, well, you can stay in. I mean, you're in the private chat. I can. Yeah. Parlay yeah. it to the people for you. Oh, we could turn you into a VTuber. Did you guys? <laughs> oh, Eric said he talking... came... <laughs> he's like, he's like uh, I'm just trying to figure shit out. I'm very high. So that's probably why oh, I'm yeah. trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, that happens. You know, that's okay. Um. <laughs> Here, I'll be a big bird till I see his face again. <laughs> and, uh, I, I oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Alan just did, you know, he just, or maybe he saw my message and was like, I'm not going to do it if Brian's not doing it. But then I fucked him over and did it anyways. Hey, I got rid of him. I, rid of him. <laughs> I did it. I got my own, I got just me. I'm back. Um, I didn't mean to do yeah. that, but um, I forgot I was going to say to you, I had something I was going to bring up and I lost it. It's like, I didn't kick him out. Oh, he left. I didn't kick you out, Big Bird. I just muted you, but you left. Come back anytime you want. All right. Um, I was uh, reading some anecdotes from different famous people the other day, and Burt Reynolds had a couple. Burt Reynolds was actually uh, could be a big dick, but he was actually pretty did some pretty cool shit, you know, because he was a stunt man. He did a bunch of other stuff. He was very uh, an athlete. He was an athlete, yeah, obviously. He played at Florida and stuff, so he's an athlete, so he did a lot of his own stunts, but he also just basically did whatever he wanted. He made a whole movie about stuntmen. It's called Hooper, and he did a lot of the stunts in that movie. Anyways, um, also, he didn't go along with the National Enquirer. You ever heard of the National Enquirer? <laughs> yeah, I did. A lot, of, uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of famous people did not get along with him, and I think he famously sued them like 12 times or something, but... um. So he he always he was born here, but he was raised in Florida and stuff, and he had his own um, what do you call it? Compound in Florida, Jupiter, Florida, and uh, mm-hmm. so the National Choir was based in Florida, so they weren't far from him. So he got into it with them, and he found out that they had the biggest Christmas tree in the country at that point, bigger than the one at Rockefeller Center, and everything. It was huge. And he had a horse farm. So what he had all his, um, the people working his farm do was gather up all the horse manure and animal manure into these big tarps. And he tied them up and everything. And he had his guys, because he had a helicopter at this point. He had them take (laughs) the helicopter and take the big, huge tarp of shit and go over to the Inquirer place and just open up that tarp from the air all over their Christmas tree. He just dumped <laughs> thousands of pounds of horse shit all over their comp- their facility. I thought that was great. <laughs> well, they're, He's a good guy. they're <laughs> that's awesome. Their, their business model used to be, well, we'll get sued for 10 million, but we'll make 20 million off the fake story. That yeah, was their business model. So I'll lie, up. I'll lie to this extent, but we'll pay the lawsuit. And what's the, I mean, what's the difference? We'll make he, more money. They really messed up his career. Cause remember, he was like the number one star of like the late seventies. It was like always Burt Reynolds, and all of a sudden, the early eighties yep. to the mid eighties, he wasn't having much luck. But he started looking older and started wearing a toupee and everything because his hair got real thin. And they they basically said Burt Reynolds has AIDS, and that was their headline. 
and <laughs> it cost him roles. They actually people thought he actually had AIDS. So he was like, I'm gonna dump shit on them. And he did. And very uh, slim penis says penis. Right. <laughs> um I was I think I know who that is. How are you doing, sir? Thank you. The, the other story in. was like, and this this kind of no it doesn't involve you at all, but it kind of does. You ever heard of the movie Deliver Ants? Oh yeah. They filmed oh, it yeah. near where your family is in the Carolinas. Yeah. Parts of it, right? So anyways, so um he was filming that, and the director, John Borman, who directed Excalibur. You ever seen Excalibur? No, he I directed. haven't, actually. Oh, that's from like 1981. It's a really good movie. But the guy who directed that also directed Deliverance. And they wanted to, um, the part where he goes over the waterfall, they wanted to throw a, a dummy down the waterfall instead of doing a stuntman. He's like, no, I'll do it myself. I'm Burt Reynolds. And they're like, yeah. no, Burt, that's a bad idea. Uh, that's a very bad idea. We'll just do the dummy. He's like, it's not going to look real. I got to do it to Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Like, okay. So they let him do it. <laughs> it went over the waterfall. As soon as he hit the pool below, he hit a shoulder on a rock and then his head on another rock, knocked himself out, floated down the river and woke <laughs> up in a hospital, you know, and he woke up like a day later in the hospital and he had a concussion. And his shoulder was jacked up and they're like, like, yeah, we, it's like, did you guys get the footage? He's like, yep. Yeah. It's like, all right, good. I'm glad we could do it. How'd it look? Like, it looked like a dummy going over a waterfall. So <laughs> he got knocked out for nothing. <laughs> so basically it just looked like a, a, what they wanted to do originally. So, That's but he went through all that and he got messed up. He, he, did, he did blow his shit out. Indeed. We love you too, Eric. We hope you're having a phenomenal night. I heard We're you gonna... really, uh, Never mind. I don't want to say it. Yeah, we uh, we're separated right now because my uh, I, I had a few family members with COVID. I don't have it, but on the off chance, I wake up with a sore throat tomorrow. Yeah, I so I'm just be safe. We'll be back together next week in the house. Shit. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, especially if I, I don't get any kind of symptoms or anything. I, I yeah. was sick like two weeks ago or ten days ago, but it wasn't. Nobody was was testing positive then. It happened. I like, have not uh, been sick at all since earlier this year. So knock on wood. So my my dad came. The funny thing is, my my dad came over and he was like talking right in my face. <laughs> hey. I so good. I was like, that was like three days ago. I was, I was like, Dad, could you back up a little bit? I goes, I don't want a regular cold again. I go, I had a cold a week, and I don't want to get re sick. He's like, all right. He, walks, he came over to get coffee pods, and then he. <laughs> Then when he got it confirmed, he's like, I got the chills. I'm like, yeah. He goes, I need cigarettes and coffee pots. <laughs> that's his COVID, That's his treatment protocol. Yeah. C- cigarettes and coffee pots. He'll be fine in two days, watch. That'll get, that'll, that'll get rid of the chills, Dad. Yeah. The Newports. Yeah, the heat from the smoke and the cigarettes will heat heat him up. Keep yeah. him warm. Yeah, that's like... He was he's cracking me up though. Then he was like trolling my the my mom and sister and family chat. He's like, spread my ashes in Kentucky. <laughs> he's like, spread my <laughs> That's like, funny. Dad, I, like, it's not funny. I'm, I'm he's like, remember me. <laughs> then every every little change in his body, he would like, I don't feel so well. <laughs> like, Dad, quit it. You're freaking them out. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
was like, I'm sweating. <laughs> like, that'll be random. All of a sudden, no one's talked for two hours. All of a sudden, I'm sweating. <laughs> well, it's good. You're sweating it out. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Let your fever break. And uh, everything he does makes me laugh. And then I'm, I'm sitting out. It's not, it, it was actually really nice out yesterday. Yeah. But, but at night it gets cold. Mm-hmm. And it's like the winds whipping and stuff. I just hear him out in the garage doing shit. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta go out there like a child. Go in your house. Go in your house. What are you doing out here? He's out there because be- he does. He still have like the printing presses and all that stuff out in the garage. Yeah, he's got he's out there. He's like, I'm gonna get these things working. I'm gonna do some yeah. printing right now. And then he he's arguing with me like a teenager. He goes, I can't just sit inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it funny man yeah, it's it, funny. he's he uh actually today was feeling a lot better so he's already like better than two days ago so yeah that's good but, and, and yeah i i don't know he uh the only thing that was worried me for like he was coughing a lot like a lot like i could hear it because he's living next door i could literally hear it yeah <gasps> like oh great but i don't know he'll be fine he's he's already like not coughing nearly as much he's being annoying again so he's probably feeling better yeah he's healed he's better yeah he's back to normal that scene too with that back to the burt reynolds thing yeah one of i remember i saw that scene when i was a kid and then like the bone is sticking out of the leg with the meat and i saw that and i was like oh I've seen that movie when I was way too young. I mean, I never seen Force Sodomy, and I didn't watch it till I was an adult. Stuff. Like, I was literally in my twenties when I finally watched it. I was like, ooh. I was like thirteen. I think. Yeah, it's, it's probably too young for that. It's, it's like just, there's certain movies you can't see when you're young. That's one of them. Exorcist is another. Yeah, we, we talked about The Exorcist before because I still have never seen it. And I think at this point, I mean, maybe, but it probably doesn't still hold the same, you know, uh, greatness. Yeah. Did that. I mean, it's probably still a great movie, but it pro- probably wouldn't really freak me out now. If yeah, I would see it even 20 years ago, I probably still would have, you know. Yeah, when you're a kid, like whether you become religious or not, at some point you believed in that stuff. So when you're a kid, you were in the thick of still believing it. And yeah. Like, I remember thinking I was going to get possessed for like a month. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty it's is too, too much, much for you. Netflix. Yeah, it's true. It's, I want you to squeal. <laughs> so so messed up. Who the, thought of that? Who I, wrote that script like that? Like, oh, season yeah, four side of me. Yeah, we're gonna get a fat guy. We're gonna make him squeal. (laughs) I mean, just you always ever think about that? It's like, who thought of this situation? Did it actually happen, or was it just in their imagination? And it and it had like some subtle things that you don't think about. Like it's life's not a Rambo movie when you kill someone. They finally killed that guy. They can't get his arm to go down. (laughs) Like, come on! (laughs) It was a pretty realistic movie. It was just yeah, the anal rape wasn't i don't know where that came up that's, that's brutal maybe that was one of his kinks was he like to hear have women or man whatever he was into squeal when he penetrated the butthole yeah, speaking of penetrating the butthole mm-hmm. uh, how uh, 
I think Paige Van Zant's heading down that trajectory. I really do. Oh, it's going to happen. So she's, she started out with her OnlyFans, and Paige Van Zant, for those of you who don't know, was a UFC fighter. Cute chick. She's got some... Uh, she's progressed through her, uh, through her online life. She started out just kind of a cute chick. Then she got the fake boobs and more stuff. And then she got an OnlyFans, mm-hmm. and it was like, started out with like just topless and now it's her full clam Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just getting more and more each time and i i'm predicting it's going to end in a in a spit roast it it definitely is yeah it's there's gonna be a spit roast going on when once you seek out attention to that degree just it doesn't stop it's like a drug like okay i'm doing this (laughs) joseph's gone bye joseph split screen What what about this view there, I like that view better. That's better view. Because that other one we had, we were like, my face is just like right there. I don't, I don't care for it. I know. It was really close. That was actually just early Southern only fan fiction. <laughs> it was the squealing, yeah. 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 So how many of you guys like the Ned Beatty thing? How many will reenact it? To tell like erotic stories to others, like Ned Beatty. Like what? <laughs> Yeah, any erotic like, story that's t- Ned, Ned Beatty. Nedrick Beatty. I don't know his real name. But. <laughs> Nedrick. <laughs> it sounds like a, a medieval knight that got picked on. Hey, Nedrick. Yeah. Ned, Nedrick Beatty. Think, picture this. Flower petals all over the room. You know, you got that filter where it looks all like, you know, you feel me. I can't think of what it's called. You know, you got the curtains. They part it. It's Ned Beatty. It's like, where the fuck? That'd be horrible. <laughs> just him on a bed. <laughs> you know that scene like, from the room where he has sex with the lady, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, and the but girl looking everybody. I like the I like the the when people tell the story of that. The cast, uh, the I mean the the crew looked on in horror as it happened. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so horrible. But imagine that scene. But instead of Tommy. Instead of the girl, it's Tommy Wiseau and just Ned Beatty's there. That's the fiction. This milky white skin and his fucking tidy whiteies. That's so brutal. Oh, <laughs> man. Ned Beatty. My mom, when she talks about she saw that movie, she, she's, she said it traumatized her. I'm like, it's because they didn't know. They went to a theater. They didn't know what was going to They didn't know that that was going to be how that went down. Oh, no. They just thought it was a movie about you know act, you know a movie about uh, you know like a a kayaking trip gone wrong or a not kayaking rowing trip. Oh, it definitely went wrong. <laughs> that was wrong. And John Voight, Drew, <laughs> when uh, Fonda disappeared. Oh yeah! Wow, there's Someone's a lot of people in that in movie. Someone's trying to get to the broom. I hear the blip thing, but I don't see a person. No, maybe they're coming. Maybe not. I don't know. Oh, they're coming. All the chicks that are hearing our voices. Um, Yeah, because you think about just deliverance, and you think of Burt Reynolds, and then obviously Ned Beatty because of that. But, dude, the people are in that movie, just superstars, you know? People, John Voight. Burt Reynolds, Nett Beatty, Ronnie Cox. 
Yeah. Who's not a huge name, but been around forever. He was in Total Recall, right? Yeah. I just, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill was in that? I had no idea he was in that movie. Uh, I'd have to look that one up. That sounds like somebody maybe just added that. Like he yeah. wasn't actually in that. It's like, yeah, Al Bundy was in that. No, I don't think he was. <laughs> yeah. I think it wasn't he tr- like trying to be a, ch- a Shakespearean actor at one point in his career. He, I mean, he might have been, but I, and I know he's older, but it's like, I don't know who he could have been in that. He's like my dad's age. Ronnie Cox, RoboCop. That's right. That's right. That's right. He always played a dick. Except for Beverly Hills Cop, he played a good guy. He's like the chief police. Just think about those Shakespearean actors like uh, Richard Harris and Peter O'Toole. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there, what was their other buddy, the other big time? They were all drunks, but he was the biggest. Richard Burton. And Richard they said Burton he would. There. Who's the one that died? Uh, Oliver Reed was Oliver one who Reed. died at the bar and wherever they were yeah. filming Gladiator. And then Albert yeah. Finney was one of them, too. Yeah, arm wrestling. Uh, he died arm wrestling. Like, he was like 60. Oliver Reed was arm wrestling a bunch of 20 year old sailors from the, the Navy and he drank and did shots with them and out drank them, beat them all at arm wrestling and then died. That was his final night on earth. That's alpha yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. Beverly, um, Beverly Hills cop was great. <laughs> yeah. Ronnie Cox was another guy who always looked old. I was talking about this with people at work and most of them didn't remember, but I was Beverly Hills cop came up because not um, Judge, Judge Reinhold's character, but the other guy, John Ashton's character, the balding yeah. mustache guy. That was, was like, like 35. Like, yeah, they were he was 35 they were when he made that movie. Or... Yeah, he was literally 35 in the first Beverly Hills Cop, and he looked like he was 55 already. But Ronnie Everybody Cox, did. the same thing. Ronnie Cox was like 40 when he made that movie, and he had like white hair, and he looked like an old man and at 40 years old. What happened? In the, I think in the '80s, people just looked older. I watched a uh, an old wrestling video of John Tanta Earthquake. Oh yeah, he was 25, and it was his pro wrestling debut, and he was like way thinner, like maybe 300 pounds. But because he was six foot seven, didn't even really look fat. Just mm-hmm. six seven, 300, like healthy. And he was 25, and he looked the same in the face, though, and his yeah. balding. He looked like he was 40, even then. So he started out looking old. I don't. He looked I just fifty-eight. The 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 Wilford Brimley Paul Rudd comparison was my favorite one, where it was Paul Rudd at fifty-one and Wilford Brimley at fifty-one, and Wilford Brimley looked exactly like you think of Wilford Brimley looking, yeah. like making diabetes commercials or in Cocoon, <laughs> and Paul Rudd was the same age, and he looked like he was thirty years old. Why were people so old looking back in the day? Only thing with Wilder, Wilford Brimley, he looked the same for 30 years, though. Yeah, it just well, at started out at, It started out at 65 the way he looked, and then just yeah. stayed 65 until he exactly. died at, what, like, 80 or something. Yes, they did look old back then. <laughs> Nia's looked bad. <laughs> the sheriff is near. <laughs> Everybody, I mean, it's, it's true. I don't know if it was just – well, they all – I mean – People are more health conscious now. They try to be, I guess. But everybody back then was everybody back then was doing whatever the fuck they wanted. Might might not have been drugs or alcohol, but it was food and smoking and everything. They did whatever the fuck they wanted back then. 
powdered donut steak sandwich. Yep. The powder, the famous powdered donut steak sandwich you get from all the places around. I, th- I think we look young because we eat a lot of preservatives. So it like preserves. Uh, that actually might taste. be true. <laughs> you it might rot be- your insides out and I'm probably 83 on the inside, but on the outside, you know, I could, if I didn't have this gray, I could pass for 32, you know? Yeah, me too. But the gray, you know, whatever, that's how it's the only telling thing. I have the white, my, and the white's so white that this light over here actually, you can't even see the hair on this side of my face right now because the light and the white combined yeah. just overshadow it. Like if I do this, you can see the white, but if I do this, you can't see the white. <laughs> see? You look like a, a background extra for God of War because it's just white. It's not, that's not actually gray. Like a Nord. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm really pale. Yeah, it's just this this light bulb. I could either have the super blinding overhead light or the lamp, and I chose the lamp this time. Yeah, I chose I chose the darkness. The way I, just I like, should have, although it'd be too dark in here, you wouldn't be able to see me probably. So, yeah, I well, I have that one lamp that I keep on, but I just it's not enough light really. But the light from the the computer itself shows my face good enough, so I just go with that. It would probably work for me too. It's just yeah, whatever. I'm not lighting technician like in a movie set but uh hey we had some deaths this week yeah we can talk about celebrity i already ta- i already hit on the tommy the yeah those ranger i you know what whatever i mean i i was surprised at his but <laughs> i was surprised that he did it because he seemed like such a positive dude and like he was still you know he still did all the martial arts and i was i was a little surprised that that happened that he offed himself i still didn't hear how he did it i don't know if it was drugs or if he you know, uh, hung himself or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what he did. I think he but, uh, dangled. Um, yeah, I think he might have. I, I didn't. Again, I didn't hear details, but I and I didn't have a problem with it. But Donovan is such a Power Rangers fan, and like I was trying to find the right time to break it to him because I thought he was going to be upset about it, and he was. He was literally bummed out the rest of the day. Yeah, he's like, oh man. Well, like I said at the beginning of the show, that the thing with the, about the Power Rangers is. Like when it came out and was like kind of big, I was pretty much an adult, so I didn't really get into it. Other than the Pink Ranger, I loved her. But no, the same thing. I was probably too old. I was probably too old to be watching it, but I watched it as a like a joke. You know, I'm like Power Rangers, yeah. and I watched it as a joke. Then you went and bought all the figures and oh, twenty three. I didn't go that far, but I was at that age because like you know, there's a year difference between me and you. But so you were like. 14 almost 15 i was like 13 when it came out so i was like right there where i probably shouldn't have been watching it but i did and i wasn't like you know but when i started watching i was like eh, i don't want to watch this and then all of a sudden you know i got to that point where i'm 13 and like the pink ranger was you know pink ranger so i kept watching it also because of her he finally collapsed from from carrying all the weight of the cool yeah. He was he was the coolest Power Ranger. Um yeah, But yeah. He was like he was like a an American Gary Daniels or something. He was. With the with the, with the ponytail and everything. And he, well, he finally got rid of that a few years ago, which is good. But he kind of yeah. like you know, he was like he was an it wasn't a it wasn't like what you call a great actor, but he was a decent martial artist, pretty pretty decent obviously. But he yeah. was almost like Remember, like, the early and mid-90s, that fucking kid who did karate, like, 
the Magic Kid, Tiger Heart, Dangerous Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Ted Jan Roberts or TJ Roberts. He was like yeah. the older version of that guy. Like the just a super positive, clean cut kid who did karate and shit. And that's what yeah, Tommy Tiger was. Heart. I'll never Tiger Heart's such a bad movie. <laughs> that song, Tiger Heart, won't give in. <laughs> Love it. And then he did uh-huh. Dangerous Plays with Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman was like the bad guy who also knew karate, but Corey Feldman did not, in fact, know karate. So, like, doing, like, these scenes, and he's like, ha, ah, ah, and it was so bad. So <laughs> Corey bad. Feldman is the most unathletic human I've ever seen. So I mean, that, uh, except when he does his spastic Michael Jackson dances. Other than that, he's... Yeah, yeah he's got good he's coordination not. with dancing. He does a few things well. But yeah. the, when he, he was on that, uh, that, uh, so, with that celebrity... The Fit Club? Not the Fit Club. Oh, it's real life. Just where they live, it's real life, yeah. And they had a like a softball game, and he was absolute garbage. Like the, the like the model chicks that were blown out from cocaine were better than him. Yeah, I and believe it. MC Hammer kept getting home runs. Well, MC Hammer was a pretty good baseball player back in the day. Yeah, he learned, so how, he like, learned how to play from the Oakland A's. Yeah, he was their bat boy. Yeah. Yeah. So he learned it all. And he obviously got some speed. I keep on getting pop-up ads for McAfee on my computer. Stop it, McAfee. Um, but, he's uh, not the dead. He's really with us still. <laughs> the uh, other dead one was probably a little bit more um, compartmentalized. A lot of people don't know who she is because they probably didn't. Not everybody watched Supernatural. I did. Yeah. And uh, Meg from Supernatural, the original Meg died really quick kind of she had leukemia like a year ago and she was Ooh. she didn't she didn't make it very long but that, that's strange you know, some people they, they get leukemia like and they have multiple bouts with it and they live to be you know f- they, they get battle it for 30 40 years no problem than other people it's like uh, two months yeah just eats them up well, I know uh, Morgan and Jeffrey knew who she was because they talked about it in our group chat and stuff so I know they're supernatural fans so Jeffrey yeah. more so than Morgan, but um, well, obviously, yeah. If you look at her, she's pretty attractive. She's attractive. Um, that makes everything so much worse. Supernatural was pretty good. Did you watch all fifteen seasons of Supernatural, like no. I did? No, you know, Eric. I watched I every episode. I didn't watch fifteen minutes of it, but <laughs> I probably would have liked it. I don't know. It's funny because my daughter watches it now, and she's like, like brief spurts. She'll watch three or four episodes and not watch it for a while. But um, she's in like season seven, and like the first five seasons, that show was pretty damn for a CW or WB or whatever the fuck it was on when it first started. That was a pretty dark show for that. I was like, it was pretty violent, it's pretty dark, and then all of a sudden you kind of see where like, it's like you guys got to lighten it up, and all of a sudden it got a little bit lighter, and um. You watch a lot of scatter episodes. Well, there's this new invention. It's called Netflix. Get it. And watch all the episodes. It's only like 300 episodes. Come on. Frank was going berserk last night. I went over to his house to just see him. And, and uh, of course, he's one person that doesn't care whatsoever about COVID. I'm like, hey, I'm just letting you know. My dad's like, I don't care. Come over. Like, all right. And I, I, I went over and I was sitting with him. And he was going bananas about the fucking Graham Hancock Netflix thing. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to. 
yeah, he's like, he's, he's, he's like, all of my life, everything I've been saying, total vindication. I'm like, all right, I'll Just check it out. Just because it's a TV show doesn't mean it's all true. I mean, yeah, it's a TV show that shows his point of view. Yeah, maybe it's produced, true. produced and directed and written by Graham Hancock. <laughs> yeah, any dissenting opinions? Get out of here. <laughs> That's what I mean. It was like, get out of my studio. If it was like his stuff presented by people who had like researched it and found out that a lot of it was true and then they presented it, that'd be a whole lot more vindication. But it does look cool. Even a guy at work who had no idea who Graham Hancock was watched the first few episodes. He's like, that's some pretty interesting shit. It kind of makes sense. I'm like, yeah. It's it's absolutely fascinating. Yeah. And, you know, the whole thing of why do pyramids that are mapped the same stars the same exact way happen here here Mm -hmm. here. how do they build them here here yeah i mean i get it's interesting to think of like is it i guess the basic premise of of it is is it all linked yeah and according to eternal gram nation it is yeah maybe it is but i mean thinking that just because he has his own show now is total vindication is (laughs) oh no 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 it's a little naive (laughs) i mean you might be right you might it might be right i don't know but I'll, I'll, like, I gotta check it out. It's like me writing a bunch of like predictions and stuff, and then all of a sudden making a show about it, proving myself right with basically no other research done at all. Okay. You know, like no, not his research, just my own research into me. Doesn't or work you, that or way. You, or you do the Bill Cooper thing. I'm not gonna pay my taxes. They're gonna come and try to get collect the taxes. Yeah. I'm gonna get in a shootout. And, but he predicted that I will be killed by the government. Well, if you don't pay your taxes and then you don't resist when they show up and yeah. he's got a ranch, you know, yeah. like, like, kind of what's going to. That's like the epitome of a self fulfilling pro- prophecy right there. <laughs> yeah. it's it's like, like you just, yeah. It's like me, you know, Brian, I think I'm going to be killed by a cop. And then I go out and point a gun at a cop. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> See, you, I was right. Act- you actually do suicide by cop just to prove yourself right. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's pretty much the epitome of that. Yeah. But, um, but I still want to watch it though. Oh, I'm going to watch chance. it. I am going to watch it. Um, going someone else. Hunger, dry ass and yeah. And then I'm sure he brings up cause every time I've ever watched anything or listened to anything with Graham Hancock, he always brought up the settlement, the, the, buildings he found in turkey that gobekli tepe thing yeah gobekli tepe yeah yeah and i'm sure that'll come up in one of these episodes too but yeah we'll see like like well, i said does. somebody who had no interest in it at all and just saw the commercial for it and watched it the guy at work and he actually liked it a lot but again he is a believer he he, he totally believes in aliens and a lot of that stuff yeah. so he probably is I, more prone but i kind of did in the early to mid 2000s like yeah maybe the aliens but then i could like now the government had disclosure and they admitted it i'm like no now i don't believe it anymore yeah because <laughs> if they admit to it then it's <laughs> like all right this is some sort of ruse it probably is yeah what kind of are you gonna guys gonna sack the treasury again what's up why are you talking about aliens <laughs> give me a break that's what's happening yeah. there's something going on so um yeah. what was the other one there's one more death that happened last night that lady who died, who sang the songs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't have it on. You sent it as an add-on, but I forgot. Irene Cara, she sang the song from Flashdance, Oh, What a Feeling, okay. and yeah. Fame from Fame. 
But she was also in fame, I think. Either way, okay. she died. There was a lot Very of people sad. upset about that. I don't know how yeah. she died. Probably but pretty old by now. 63. Actually, that's not that old, really. She was pretty young of fame when the movie song came out. She was only like 21 years old. Yeah, every every now and then a, a celebrity, you'll hear about their age. And you're like, oh, they're really not that old, like Samantha Fox. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I forgot because they totally perved out on you when you were like 14. Put you yeah. out there. <laughs> like, so it's you're true. really not that much older than me. You're really not. It's like, <laughs> It's like the, the girl that sang I Want Candy was like 14 in that video. Yeah. Dude's, you know, like, oh, gosh, she's so hot on that beach. Yeah, you know, you know how old she is, dude? <laughs> 14. Yeah. And you're watching that video and getting all worked up about it. Yeah. yeah. You, shouldn't, you shouldn't wank the 14-year-olds in videos. <laughs> yeah. Probably not the best idea. No. Nope. Yeah, or if you're gonna, I guess if you don't do it, first of all, because what's our model? DFK. Yeah, that's exactly don't. But also, D-W-T-K. Don't wank to kids. That's bad. We're teenagers. I guess you'd be a teenager, but still. You know what I mean. It's wrong. Don't do it. (laughs) Yes. That always brings up the question, though, because let's say it doesn't really bring up a a question, but um, like, (laughs) so you're like, back in the day when you had a crush on somebody, Yeah, you know? And like, you were like fourteen, and they were like a seventeen-year-old hot actress or singer. If you go back and talk about how hot they were at that point when you first developed the crush, is it creepy? Yeah, if you at your age now look back on it, well, it's just telling a story. Like, oh, Jennifer Connelly was so hot in this movie that I watched when I was fourteen and she was seventeen or whatever it was. But now, if you're talking about how you've developed this crush on this person. Yeah, I guess it is creepy, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would say like <laughs> I guess it would be bad if you were like, you know, I never thought much about Brooke Shields. But I just at forty four watched Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon. And let me tell you. And let me tell you. <laughs> she is something. <laughs> she it got me going. <laughs> okay, like, that that would be weird. Yeah. That would be weird. Yeah, like, that would definitely be weird. Like, as soon as this is off, I'm going to put on I Want Candy and dim the lights. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do. DFK bracelets. And yeah, we're going to sell a whole line of products. We should. We definitely should. You know, like they have those uh, uh, WWJD bracelets, those rubber ones you can buy and stuff. We could get you get the, the DFK or the DWTK bracelets. Yeah. yeah, like he said, those bracelets, but the rubber ones. Or slap bracelets. That'd be cool. Remember how slap bracelets were a thing? We'll bring them they back. To, they need to make, like, I always thought of an idea of, like, when I, this is back when they came out, I thought of this. I was a kid. I was, yeah. like, sixth grade. I was like, what about a, like, a bad guy, and his main weapon was a slap bracelet that was also a razor, and he yeah. cut you with it, and then his final move would be to, like, slap it out. You know, around your uh, wrist and your hand came off. Ah! You know, <laughs> that would work so great in a kung fu movie. Yeah, but you'd have to get. A, but really, for it to be a finishing move, it'd have to be a big one, like around the neck. Yeah. So that because it, it could because those thing, those things were like this big, basically they went around your wrist. But you had to have like a, a giant one that looked like a sword, but it was just a slap bracelet. Yeah. 
you know. And he wore, it, oh yeah, here he wore it like a choker chain. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah. then takes it off and puts it on his uh, foe, takes their head clean off. I think that'd be. Wasn't cool. that in a movie where the girl had a whip around her neck and she took it off and she'd use it on people? Damn, I almost had the movie too. Fuck. Uh, probably. Fuck. Uh, it's gonna t- pop. Sounds in my hot. Head. I'll tell you that. She had it and she'd use. Oh, it was a fucking Greco movie. If looks could kill. Where oh, the yeah. little short lady, she had the yeah, thing. Yeah, she and wasn't she... hot at all. No, she was not hot. <laughs> so remember, you know, forget the hot part. So it was a little I, ugly old lady. I meant to bring this up of because uh, we always talk about ultraviolet with Eastside Morales. It's mm-hmm. like unfindable. Like yeah. I, we got the hard. Well, I guess people always complain about it. The uh, license to kill with Richard Rico cannot find a download or a stream of it. It's I'll tell you what, I got a download of it a couple of years ago, and it took me a long time. Because <laughs> yeah. like when you download it, usually... I can't believe it, it's not on a streaming service. It's nothing. This... Or like Jet Li. But for, it was Linda Hunt, I think her name is. That's the lady's actress's name. In If Looks Could Kill, she, that's how she killed Roger fucking Daltrey, was with that fucking thing. <laughs> like, yeah! And she killed him. Augustus, who will kill for you? <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. Yes, her. Um, but that was first, and then gently did have it in Lethal Weapon, the fourth. But uh, well, if looks a kill, it took me a long time because usually if I download something or borrow something from the internet, I won't say downloading. Um, it, it usually it's a pretty quick download because it's based on your um, internet connection plus the the paper you're getting it from. Nobody yeah. had it. Who had it. Everybody had like anybody who had it had like a dial-up connection. It took me <laughs> so long to get that thing. I'd go back and check on it, and I'd stop it, and then go back to it and start it again. It took me weeks to get that whole thing. <laughs> you you had to get it from Augustus Stranko himself. Yeah, and he's dead. And his so. yeah. That uh, see the, the the reason I found that out. Remember, I did the uh, the TikTok with uh. Excuse me. The the TikTok I did with the the Jamie Lee Curtis like kind of grinding on a rope, and it's like uh, the meme about chicks who like uh, call it true crime podcasts, and they get so turned on by it. It was originally my idea for that meme was that that scene in License to Kill when he puts the tarantula on her back, and she's like, like she's like, that's right, and that's why I couldn't find it. That's how I found out that you cannot find that movie. I was like, it's not here on YouTube or nothing. Some guy had one little scene from that movie. I'm like, does anybody have this full movie? And he's like, it's unfindable, dude. Can't find it. Like, Brian's got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I watched it with my I kids. They were like, eh, they didn't like it that much. The French teacher. I just wanted to do it for that one scene. That it's it's funny. It. He went to high school in Detroit. That's, that's the movie started off in Detroit. It's like Richard Grieco in Detroit. It doesn't look anything like Detroit. <laughs> uh, and yeah. they're going on a trip to More like... Paris for the summer to learn the French. And that's how he had to graduate. Remember? Yeah, and like they're wearing all wearing like winter coats going to Metro Airport in the, yeah, in the summertime. Summer. Like, I'm like this is weird. Yeah. This like Metro. Yeah, it was filmed in Metro Anaheim. Maybe. It, it definitely wasn't filmed in June. I'll tell you that. It was, it was wherever it was filmed. It was filmed in like December because yeah. it was cold. But uh, Craig and uh, well Eric, who's been listening, had a big conversation about because remember the suction cup shoes? 
Yeah. They were like the best thing. Yeah. Look at that school. Look at it. It looks good kill right here. You can't see it because of the reflection. <laughs> I can watch like, it yeah. anytime I want. That's, I can get yeah, you a I'll copy, to, though. Yeah, I'll need the copy to put it on my thumb drive. You got it. It's a good movie. That fucking, that fucking movie. But, yeah, we wait about, you can watch on YouTube, though. Yeah, it's on there now? Yep. Oh, cool. But, but it's like the, it must be the same copy I got. Cause remember the copy I got had the trailer for the movie and then the movie. Yeah, that's the same thing. So you you got to watch the trailer. It shows all the exciting stuff that happens in the movie, but it's like that's pretty much all that happens. In, well, the movie actually the movie was better than I thought it would be. I knew it wasn't no, a well, great film. I haven't seen it in thirty years, but uh, it's, I remember it as being campy. But my favorite scene is when she goes into that redneck bar. She's like, this guy's crazy. He's like, life's a bitch. And he's like, just <laughs> human trafficking. Fuck that shit. Get out of here. <laughs> that was that was killing me, though. Human trafficking is real. <laughs> I don't care if he kidnapped you. He just wanted to get his, uh, he wanted to get his bang on with her. And, and you know then, what? And I know it's nothing like this movie, but for some reason, I get the same vibe off this just watching the trailer. Maybe it's because of the desert. And the the way it's filmed and everything, but every time I see the watch a trailer for it, I automatically think of Sunny Boy. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. Which is it's, also a classic film. Came about came out around the same time. Yeah, Sunny Boy's great. Took place in a desert. Also, that, I think that's what it. I honestly, I think that's the only two things that really. <laughs> jive together and for some reason i'm like i was like oh yeah sunny boy i'm like why am i thinking of that movie right now <laughs> yeah. D- did david carradine and bluto steal a kid yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird movie yeah they're that's also, they they're like, they were... also they have a cannon it's like they built a pyramid they steal a kid they make him a dog that hunts people and they have a cannon yeah and they hang out with greamer worm tongue yeah for some reason that's 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 it. Like, who the hell made this movie? And so who wanted hit, David Carradine to sing this song? Then me and me and your brother watch at like at three a.m. one night, and it came on. And we're like, "What is this? Why is this?" I honestly thought you guys made it up when you first told me about it. I'm like, this isn't a real film. Yeah. It's not a real film. There's no way. And then it totally was. And then the girl with the Miami Dolphins shirt that freaking tries to like seduce him or whatever. Yeah, she's like got bad teeth. Like, hey, it's, it's such a weird movie. Yeah. And that Absolutely. fucking Carradine song that maybe it ain't. It <laughs> <laughs> did the whole movie, but that's what I think of when I see Ultraviolet for no reason. It's a great movie. It is. All right, we oh. made it about two hours, man. I guess. Yeah. I guess we don't need Alan anymore. He didn't want to show up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know what him. happened to him. He's tied up at the house because I don't want him on the show anymore. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. no, we're we're going to split this two ways. That's yeah. it. Two ways. <laughs> All the gonna... lucrative profits. <laughs> I'm not playing that. So I'm like, Brian, why does my coffee taste weird? <laughs> Get rid of me I, too. I, I can't. Well, I don't know how to run the board or anything. I can't take you yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys can follow us at radiounderground.co. I'm going to actually put it in the chat this time. All right. Around, not com, it's co. Co. Just like that. 
there's the link. You can get all the information you need about us. Hmm. We appreciate you guys. So that next week we'll be all in the same room, and uh, everything will be cool. Hopefully, I don't. My dad yelling in my face didn't transmit it to me, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm sure you're fine. <laughs> yeah, all right, and we'll end it with a little evil E in his gaming highlight screaming because I don't have an actual soundboard here right now. I just did it oh. the simple way. So, all right, guys. See you guys later. Go blue. That is mine. I put 86 in everything. Buttholes, fucking vaginas. I mean, whatever. You can't say that on stream, dude. If you actually have like 100 people in here, and you can't say Listen, 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 listen. First of all, my stream is 18 and older. So, we're, 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 hey, how y'all, how y'all, no, it does matter because it's mature content only, so if I say fucking pussy, or I'm gonna fucking spread some fucking pussy lips, no, don't say that. Yeah, you see, it's because of people like that right there that will get you Yeah, I ain't, oh man, you're racist as fuck, you know what, you need Jesus in your life. You need Jesus, boy, Jesus, I'm gonna fuck him up for saying that. Yup! Yup! No. Hey, Morgara. Shut up, take your garbage out. My Morgan! Shut the fuck up! Hey, listen. On a real note, please, tell the people how Look, amazing... I don't care about your real note. Just take the garbage uh, uh, out. That's what I'm talking about. Straight up ass shot Forrest Gump style right in the fucking dick. fucking love you. I love playing this game with you. I wish I could play with you on a daily basis, 24-7. Where'd you go? I'm right here. I didn't oh. Go oh, okay, okay. My, oh, my, my, my guy didn't show up. Hey, you, you see that guy right there with the big... You, yeah. I had four kills. So you got the leader of the... What is going on here? No. It's on. I just, uh...
my deck. How do you think I like that? 